0: They say every thousand years, there comes a bird of myth to challenge our perception of who, what, where, why, and with. Oh, All that legend's not me. Don't worry about it, man. It ain't old fat kept myth. It's Jonathan Livingston's sales goal, bitch. The bird of salesmanship. He flies like the jizz flies when that shit's externally popped. You just bring me all some savings, man. That bird only wants you to shop. The bird soars over every nation's borders, man. Bird, this big can't be stopped because this bird is going to fly you around the world to wherever a live Smotco show drops. Let me testify for the bird for a minute, man. I was blind. The bird gave me sight. I was scrawny weakling. The bird made me fat and powerful. Now I just want to get back to the bird. And since child sacrifice and burnt offerings are illegal in this country freedom of religion, my ass. We offer the bird some money, man. Written large across a melancholy sky full of peanut butter. Oh, the bird of salesmanship's flying, children. Look up! He's flying some savings over your fucking head, man. He wants you to reach up and grab for him, man. Bird's a giver, man. Birds like some really good weed. Or a blowjob so good it makes you think you're in love. Oh, yeah, I know you've had one of those. bird's thinking about it. Her name was Susan. bird was pretty sure they'd get married. Only because the blowjob was that powerful. That's what the bird... That's where the bird learned his very craft, man. He's heartbroken. It's where we learn things in life, man. From the pain that others inflict on us. It's a lesson the bird wants to teach you, man. Uh, Let me ask you this. You want to go to a fucking Smodco show? You better, after listening to all this chatter. Uh, we're going to send you, man. Well, we're not going to send you. That would require us paying. But you could go. I'm going to tell you where they all are, man. All the live Smodco shows. You listen to all this shit for free on Smodcast.com. How you pay us back, you ask? Like I'm sure you're always asking. Why, you pick up a ticket for a live Smodco show. You could come see us do our thing live. You can listen to it for free online. But you could be right there in the room. Jay and Silent Bob get old. Hollywood Babylon. Uh, guest. uh all Marriott of shows, the secret stash, as we'll hear later on. But let's get to it, man, because we're on second round of the, the bird music, and I know that irritates people. Fuck them, I'll send the bird after him. Bird's like a goddamn golem. You tell them who you want dead, and I'm not going to say the bird does it, but I'm going to say people wind up fucking dead when the bird's not happy. Soul dead, not physically dead. I don't want to scare any children out there. Um, but when you're soul dead, kids, you might as well be fucking physically dead. Soul is your essence, of life. Bird knows this. Bird caters to that soul. And he caters to your funny bone. Bird wants to tickle it with his beak, man, while he takes your money. Takes your money with his beak, puts it under his wing, and then tickles you with his beak. It's a, it's a process, man. The process happens this Friday, October 12th. Man, you want to come see... The Comic Book Men crew at New York Comic Con. That's right. October 12th, 245 to 345. We got a panel. It's me. It's Walt. It's Bry. It's Ming. It's Mike. It's the Comic Book Men, man. Right there at New York Comic Con. And we're going to be showing you some clips, man. It's a five-minute sizzle reel. It's pretty damn funny. I watch it. Uh, and then Q&A with the boys. Oh, what merry times they are going to be. But it's only an hour, man. 1245, 345. What if you're like... I'm gonna be at some other fucking panel. Nerdist, man, I can't go to you. Nerdist is happening. Well, guess what? You could see us again at night. Yeah, when shit gets sexy, right, bird? Tops come off. Some people walk out around without pants on and shit. I must be walking, thrusting my dick like this. If I get fucked, that's my own fault. Uh, check it out, man. Gramercy Theater. That night, October 12th, The Secret Stash Live. Very first time we're doing that Smodco podcast live. It was our companion podcast to the Comic Book Men Show. Come see it live right there on stage at the Gramercy. Tickets at csmod.com. Night after that, man, I'm going to Boston, you massholes. I'm going to be on the stage by myself standing there doing uh Evening with Kev Smith Q&A. 9.45 at night. It's only two hours, man. We'll be out of there by midnight or something. Good times, good times. Ask me anything. It's like a Reddit Ask Me Anything except it's happening in real fucking life. Real time, right in front of you and shit. Night after that, don't forget Comic Book Man coming back to the air, season two. Uh, October 14th, right after The Walking Dead and The Talking Dead, man. Then you got yourselves The Squawking Dead. The Squawking Dead of Jane, Silent Bob, Secret Stash and Comic Book Men. October 14th, 11.30 at night. That's right, this season we're a late night show, man. 11.30. Uh, Check it out. It's good. First episode is really fucking funny. I, I'll be honest with you. Every episode I've seen is really fucking funny, but I'm biased. I like those guys quite a bit. October 16th, man, answers the age-old question. People be going, where the fuck is Jay and Silent Bob get old? Did Muse fall off the wagon? No, absolutely not. In fact, Muse went and did a directing job, which I'm sure we'll tell you about next time we do a show. We just haven't had a live show schedule and we ran out of bank shows, man. But October 16th, we rectify that. Silver Spring, Maryland. You can me, man, little man. Uh, Welsh switched like a motherfucker. The uh, Silver Spring, Maryland show, man. It's like a hop, skip, and jump from Washington, D.C. So if you're in the nation's capital, in fact, if you're Barack Obama, come see our fucking show. 8 p.m., Silver Spring, Maryland, man. Jay and Silent Bob are going to get old as motherfuckers at the Fillmore right near Washington, D.C. Tickets available at csmod.com, S-E-E-S-M-O-D.com. October 19th. The bird's going to fly us right back, me and Jay, right back to Los Angeles. On his back, first class and shit. No bird going to tell me to buy two fucking seats or anything like that. He's going to take us home to Los Angeles. We're going to do Jay and Silent Bob Get Old right there at the Love. It's 10 p.m. Next night, October 20th, bird going to fly me and Ralph to Vegas, and we're going to do Hollywood Babylon at the Tropicana, man, at the Laugh Factory. October 20th, tickets available at csmod.com. Yes, that's right, Bird. I always got a plug. October 27th, uh, you get a double blast of Ralph and me and Hollywood Babylon type action at the Lovitz, man. There's two shows, two, two, two shows, man. 8 p.m., Hollywood Babylon. And 10 p.m., stick around, man. We're going to do Babylon Comic Con Theater. 10 p.m., Ralph going to perform Cacophony 3, Batman Cacophony 3. That's right, man. He gives it hard, man. Ralph's good up there. Come see it. Two shows, October 27th. Come at 8 o'clock for the first show. Stick around at 10 o'clock for the next show. Uh, In November, I'm heading your way. Buffalo, Connecticut. I like to say Connecticut because there's C in there. South Carolina, North Carolina, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, man. Y'all get shows in November. Go to csmod.com for details. Good times to be had with the Co. crew. Brand new free podcast that I'm in this week from Smodcast.com. New Smodcast with Moj, the end of the Emo EmoCab saga. New Babylon, Babylon 100 from Reno. New Fat Man on Batman, Diedrich Bader from Brave and the Bold, part two. And new Smoothie Makers, uh, part one with Scott Derrickson from Sinister, only at Smodcast.com.
1: Doing something important. You gotta you gotta figure that out. It's all
2: making right. deals. It's Hollywood.
1: You know, I, I was walking. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Feed number seven. Fuck. It's lucky number seven. Who knew? I was walking down the E Hall.
2: It's <laughs> a weird thing. The E Hall? The E Hall. Sounds it's like it's the E Hall, right? Yeah, it is the E Hall.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um it's the and there's all these pictures of celebrities and I'm not on it. <laughs> That's true. I'm just saying,
2: Charlize Theron is there. Uh, There's a lot of George Clooney. George Clooney, of course. You got to have the Cloones. Scarlett Johansson. I was in the halls today. Or Johansson. Walked, Johansson. Johansson. Uh, and I walked by uh, Bruce Jenner today a couple times. Oh yeah. He was just hanging out in Kevin Pereira's old dressing room with his feet up,
1: watching television. And with the you light like, off. You're like Bruce Jenner. What are you doing in here? Bruce Jenner, the athlete. And, uh, is he really has he has he changed his like before that show? Was he yeah. the athlete? And now he's like, I don't I've never seen the show. Does he do anything on the show? No, I mean, he's just, uh, what Chris,
2: Chris, Chris, Chris Jenner's wife, husband, husband. Whoa, Chris Kardashian. He literally went from athlete Whatever. to wife. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't matter. <clears throat> What's important is that he was sitting in the dark watching television. What was he watching? I don't know. I didn't look, I just. This was caught up with the fact that his feet were up and he was just watching TV. Like, they're just like us, you guys. Celebrities. They're just like us.
1: Uh, I love that segment. Uh, the uh, Except they don't poop. They might. <laughs> Little known fact. I like they, they might never poo.
2: Uh, so we've gotten a lot of feedback as far as t-shirts are concerned. Feedback. Feedback. <laughs> <laughs> Scott's eyes lit up like nothing I've ever seen. Uh yeah, it uh, looks like you guys want shirts, so we're gonna go ahead and yeah. make shirts. So you better buy them. Yeah, because otherwise it Scott, might have been I one literally person going to have a bunch of shirts sitting around.
1: Yeah, doing nothing. I'll sew them together into like a giant, suit. like a quilt, a giant suit,
2: a suit, like a, literally a giant suit. Because if you're gonna sew like a hundred t-shirts together,
1: well, you could like take the shirts and then have them cut like by a, like in a pattern, like a seamstress, and have a suit made. If you wanted to waste a lot of money to do it,
2: it can't cost that much.
1: I mean, the fabric wouldn't really be great for it. You'd have like literally a Jersey knit like suit. I, uh, with our logo on it.
2: I wore a suit this weekend to a wedding.
1: Oh, what a fantastic segue. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah, no, I went to a wedding in Boston.
1: I was almost Uh, like Woody Woodpecker.
2: I've heard my laughter. That's years. what jumped into my head. A chipmunk laugh. Yeah, no, that was a very Woody
1: Woodpecker esque. I was uh, like, it, "That's what immediately leapt into my head."
2: I'm looking at your books, and I feel like your books are better than mine. But we'll get into that later during the fee breeds segment. Yeah. <laughs> right now we're talking weddings. I had to fly. I had to fly back for a wedding. Uh, had to fly Boston. back. You
1: had to. Bo- you went to Boston.
2: Yeah, I had just come back from Toronto. Four days at work, and then I went to uh, Boston for a wedding. The wedding of. Uh, Uh, One of my best friends, she got married, uh, and let me tell you, the ceremony was outdoors. Mm -hmm. Okay, in October in in Boston, it was like seventy something degrees, weirdly warm weather, and uh, too
1: warm or nice.
2: It was a little too warm for my taste because I just sort of just really wanted cold, the cold weather. Like I just Toronto's weather was fantastic, perfectly chilly. Mm Hmm. So, but. Here's the deal. At the wedding ceremony, they had readings, okay? They had a priest, a non-denominational priest. I couldn't tell you what. Yeah, yeah. obviously wasn't Catholic because he was doing it outside, and I don't think Catholics can have outdoor weddings. They have to get married in a church. I don't know. Well, I do, and that's the fact. (laughs) So I don't know. I'm not sure what denomination it was. He was real weird, jokey-like,
1: you know? He was making a lot of jokes. Tryna. Too jokey for yeah, him? Yeah, like,
2: uh, look into each other's eyes, and then he's like, this is the longest you'll be looking into each other's eyes probably ever. Like, it's really zingers. Was it a joke, or? It was his joke. Oh. <clears throat> I mean, were... it was intended to be a joke. People laughed. I mean, nervous laughter, I think. But. You didn't. No, I did not laugh. You judged it. I'll tell you when I started laughing.
1: Okay. They had, uh. But it was inappropriate, I hope.
2: No, yeah, normally they, uh, they have you been to a Catholic wedding? I have been to a yeah. couple. Yeah. Okay, so you know how they have readings usually biblical readings? Yep. Okay, so weddings outside they didn't want to get real religious with it so they have readings but the readings were, uh, the first reading was uh, a gentleman got up and read the lyrics to the Billy Joel song Just The Way You Are. How much? The entire song. <sighs> Read yeah. the entire, and that's when I started cracking up. Because as
1: soon as you hear it, you know you're just going like, "How much is he? Gonna, is he going to read the whole song? Oh yeah, no, no, no,
2: like, oh, This is a good get out at the first verse. This is a good way to do it.
1: Yeah, it's like you're okay, and uh, then it's like. <laughs> but the thing that the thing that made me laugh I can't even start doing it. I can do the middle part. I love you just the way you
2: are. Yeah. No. It's like he went, "Don't go changing to, to try to, try to please, me. please me. You've never let me down before." Uh, so it was that kind of thing and he was reading it and was he trying,
1: was he trying to, was he trying to make it into like a poem? was like, you know what I mean? Like, was he trying to, was he singing it a little bit or was he literally just going like, I'm going to dramatize this song? No, he literally just read it straight. Oh, like Uh, it was like a book or he's like, don't go changing to try to please me. But
2: what happened in my head was I just started imagining him getting the lyrics to other
1: Billy Joel songs.
2: And, and just how he laugh? would try to... Like, I was just imagining him reading, like, the like,
1: Downeaster Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> Where he's like, Captain Jack, get you high enough. <laughs> just a little push. A, she's on a date, and you
2: just sit at home and masturbate. That's also Captain Jack. I know. Yeah. But, like, I just... The Downeaster Alexa was just what I was thinking of, and it was, that was so the major fucking laugh. funny to me. And everyone's like, everyone's like why sign. are you laughing? Kiki was fucking cracking up next to me. And then I saw my friend Joe, one of my best friends... He was uh, there with uh, his wife, and we all came together. And he was, like, trying not to look at me. And Joe and I used to work funerals together, you know? Uh-huh. And sometimes weird, funny things happen at funerals. Similar types of things, you know, where people want to read something weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And And uh, we went five years without ever cracking. But I, the look, we know the look. We're both about to burst out laughing, so then we have to look away from each other. But just the, I just thought of him reading... The lyrics to the Downeaster Alexa, which is just a song. If you don't know the Downeaster Alexa, it's a song Billy Joel wrote about the fishing community. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. I'm on the Downeaster Alexa,
2: and I'm cruising through Block Island Sound. I've charted a course to the vineyard, but tonight I am Nantucket bound. Took up diesel back in Montauk yesterday. (laughs) Just keep going. (laughs) Let's keep going, Phoebe number seven. Oh God! And uh, it was just the f- it was that just that concept. I could not stop laughing. It was the it was a good it was good to get a laugh. And Kiki just had her gallbladder out, so it was dangerous. So she not only does laughing hurt her, but what hurts her more than laughing is trying to hold laughter.
1: God, gotcha. so so you're then a She just her. starts
2: crying you from t- pain.
1: Was she laughing because of the down East Lake there?
2: Uh, I don't know. you're just laughing at, like, the fact that... I think you're just that, laughing at the, just the reading of...
1: I love thing. you just the way you are. <laughs> don't go changing. I had to do something today. Um, what did you have to do? I had to... I had to... <clears throat> I can't get into details, but I did have to... I had to sort of, like, go through a presentation mm-hmm. in front of, like, a group of about 15 people and kind of... Just pay, you? Well, it was supposed to be... The, a couple of people I was working with were sure. supposed to be there too. And I technically was not supposed to be holding the presentation point, PowerPoint presentation. Yeah, And, uh, so it kind of all came down this morning that like one dude, the one dude was sick and he's like, I, I got the flu. I can't do it. And I was like, Oh man, now I'm going to have to do this. And it's literally like, like a PowerPoint presentation. And then like literally pitching this story and going through the story with, um, Storyboards materials Pitch- yeah, stuff. and I was like, and like I was I literally started to put people i I, I think I started to put people to sleep. <laughs> Were you doing with the
2: with the same energy you're delivering right now?
1: yeah, this is me, man, <laughs> this is like my mode. I don't like start I, it's 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 the biggest problem I, like pitching's hard for me because yeah. I don't like I don't go like, holy shit, then
2: <laughs> out of nowhere out
1: of nowhere. Out oh, of the sky, something fucking huge happens. I'm just like And it's Batman. Dude, I'm just like, then this happens and then that happens. <laughs> Every pitch Scott Mosier
2: does, something huge comes out of the sky. He never says what it is. Yeah.
1: He just sets it up. <laughs> and then something huge comes out of the sky. <laughs> and then and then and then don't go changing to try to please me. <laughs> 'Cause that's how I would have done it. If I was up there I'd be like, don't go changing to try to please me. Uh You never let me down before. You never let me down before. Ooh, ooh, ooh.
2: <laughs> you didn't read the oohs. That oh, was well, that was his If failure. he did, if he did, I would not have been able to contain anything.
1: That's where he failed.
2: But uh it was a ni- it was a nice wedding, you know I don't tend to enjoy going to weddings. But
1: I have been to a few that I like.
2: Well, this wedding was really nice. I, I would say I liked it, of the of the weddings. Now, the the best thing about the wedding was during cocktail hour, these dudes are walking around. Not only was it an open bar, thumbs up on that. Yeah. But
1: Ma- Ma- dudes
2: are walking Ma- around with hors d'oeuvres, and they're, I see these little pastry things. And I'm like, what are these? I'm going to bite into it, obviously. could be spinach in there. could be anything in there.
1: Yeah, but you're excited because yeah. you like when things are concealed. I
2: love it. You like mysteries.
1: Bit into it. Beef
2: Wellington. It was tiny beef Wellington. I'm so See excited! Try right
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> My face just became what you were when you said feedback. Yeah. It was just I was just so was like that was oh the most God.
1: exciting thing it could have been. Yeah, yeah, it was because your expectation was like, oh, I'll probably like
2: spinach. This. I was like thinking spinach and some cheese. And you're
1: fine with that, but mm-hmm. then it exceeds your expectation where it's like you literally probably like look up from the bike going like. I, this is what's better though here's I what's even
2: better about it. They have these other things that looked almost exactly the same that I'd tried earlier in the evening, oh uh, okay, that I bit into, and it was like some sort of fig situation happening. Gotcha. and I was like this is
1: this is not that good that's the sweet, and you look like, but
2: then a guy's walking around and I'm like, I'll give him a second chance so you're all gonna, of a sudden
1: it's not it's beef Wellington like, how many did you
2: eat i Chase that guy down and I must have had six Tackled him. I must have had six of those little things oh
1: Scott well they're little
2: yeah I know but they're probably less still delicious one real one. the food was good too at the wedding I love good wedding food it's a rare thing I like good wedding that food that is
1: rare I do like good uh, I like good weddings I've been yeah. to like probably two or three really good
2: weddings worst wedding you've ever been to I suppose you can't say they're probably still married <laughs>
1: Um, I mean, like, look, I hate to say it, but Catholic ceremonies are pretty, they're boring they're as shit. Boring. I yeah. mean, you're literally just going like, oh my God. Cause half of it doesn't really feel like it's even it's like about they the people. Tr- they it's trick, about God. They trick I mean, everyone into going to church. That's yeah. what they do. And then it's about somebody else. Yeah. And then every once in a while I go like, oh, you know, these two people,
2: these two people are here, probably... but Jesus was pretty cool though. Right. Guys. Yeah.
1: Just like, it doesn't, it's also just like, it's too long. Yeah. It's 45 not minutes. enough jokes.
2: This guy, this priest was on top of it. He was, was providing he all these jokes. So funny. And then there was a guy, there was a one-man band. There was a one-man band. Like, he had backing tracks and stuff, and he was good. But what was really funny about him was, you just, all of a sudden, you hear a flute. And then you look up, and the guy's got a fucking guitar and a flute. In his mouth? And he was, like, playing the flute. And then he would go back to guitar, and then he would play the flute.
1: Wow. That's yeah. pretty good. Was he good at it? He was pretty good at
2: all of his instruments. And then he did this during the dancing portion of the evening. He did a Beatles medley. Was it good? It wasn't bad. And he would like do like, he would sing like John and then sing like Paul. Wow. It was kind of like this guy had been practicing that since he was 10.
1: But did you look at him and go like, did you feel like? This guy's about to break huge, or were you just No, like, this is probably... I was
2: like, this is as big as it gets for this guy. <laughs> this wedding entertainer. Did you is- actually
1: think about it? No, I didn't give it
2: any thought. because I just, you know, you see a guy like that, he's probably mid-40s, early 50s. Oh, really? And you're like, this is, this is it. This is his lot in life. He seemed like he was having a good time. Good for him.
1: He's like, I'm happier than you. He
2: most definitely is. <laughs> Can't even play the flute, Scott.
1: He's like, I'm happier than you.
2: I don't remember that lyric in that Beatles <laughs> song. <laughs> um, so that yeah, the the wedding was good, and then uh, and then we went because uh, I wasn't sure if Kiki was gonna make it to the wedding. Her she was gonna make it. She was alive. I was sure of that. Yeah, she had her Which gallbladder. Is
1: technically, up. why we're late? Yeah, it is honestly, and I don't mean to blame it on her, but let's blame it on her. But it's reality. I mean. I got what I got. What if I'm a you, dick because I'm like talking about reality.
2: Blame it on her. She's at K I K F I L A on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Just blame it on her. Uh, but the, uh, yes. Yeah, so oh, we were in the hospital, right? And we're at Cedar Sinai. Yeah. Which is a big hospital here in LA. And uh, as we're leaving, the, uh, the nurse lets us in on the fun fact that uh, she was uh, Michael Clark Duncan's nurse. We were on Michael Clark Duncan's floor.
1: She <laughs> bring that up? That's so weird. She brought it up out of nowhere. She's like, you know what? Yeah. As she, something? as
2: we had been, as we, she had been discharged, and she wheeled us down. She well, she just... didn't wheel us down. She wheeled
1: Kiki down, and she was just like, "This will make you feel better." <laughs> <laughs> Remember that guy? That uh... did you respond?
2: Yeah, I mean, I didn't feel like going. Hey, you know, I had a tweet that lost me like a hundred followers. About Michael Clark Duncan. like I didn't feel like I could really add too much to the conversation. Want to bring it I didn't want to bring it up. I didn't want to bring up my tweet. <laughs> I don't know what it was. My tweet was, uh, wow, Michael Clark Duncan just died. My life will literally always be the same. Just meaning that
1: made no I mean, difference to I know to what me.
2: it means. Well, listen, you could have laughed a little bit. It's <laughs> <laughs> the first time I've I said that. That's a... the first time I've said that to someone and I didn't get a laugh. First what? time. What, you can laugh a little bit. That, no, that like you didn't laugh.
1: Um, I I, I think I I read it when okay I did it. So,
2: so you probably laughed then out loud, and then people were like, "Scott, what's happening to you?" And you couldn't talk for a little while because of no, all I was the just laughter. Like, give
1: me a give me a, a plastic bag. Give me a brown paper bag. Yeah. So I got to. Can you for even them buy them so those anymore? Brown paper mm, bag. Yeah, sure. Somewhere. They're free yeah, at. Shirt. They're free at liquor stores. She wearing a oh it's a shirt that kind of freaked me out that girl walked by oh do you
2: think she was completely tattooed up like a yeah, leopard
1: she was sleeved like a leopard i was like that's fucked up
2: um let's see what else has happened in the last couple of weeks i went to toronto for the just for last festival i didn't go anywhere
1: Yeah, i don't know what I don't know if you if I could did make it about myself
2: let's, let's make it a little bit about you scott go ahead
1: no i didn't go anywhere so
2: what did really you do what say. have you done have you guys have you done smod since i've been gone
1: uh, yeah, the uh, we today, um, well, not today, but we've Today dropped kind of is over. Oh, no, the final episode. How sad
2: were you when it was over?
1: Um, I was pretty sad because yeah. it never stopped. Like, <laughs> every, every once in a while, I'd be like, This is not gonna happen. Like, it's like the cool, like, he's not gonna say that one thing, yeah, that will just crack me up, yeah. But it pretty much went all the way every to the
2: time end. he cracked you up.
1: But I talked about my own, he asked me. About how I was in high school. Mm -hmm. And I described my state of mind, which is not fun. You have a beard in high school? Uh, I had facial hair. Yeah. I would kind of like it wouldn't grow this full, but I would kind of have it so I could go buy a beer. Oh, okay. I mean, I had a fake ID too.
2: (laughs) You just looked around like someone was going to arrest you from 24 years ago.
1: Finally admitted it. Go, go, eh? Go, go, eh? Go, we got him. <laughs> take the shot, eh? <laughs> you better <laughs> take shot train, He said it, take the shot. <laughs> <laughs> we got you now. <laughs> Fucking 16-year-old.
2: We Be got dr- you on tape, <laughs> eh? We got you on tape.
1: Um. <laughs> take the shot. Follow me around For like All those years It's been my one job 20 years I've been following this guy Fucking finally I'm not even
2: legally in this country eh? I've just been following you
1: I don't Technically I don't exist (laughs) (laughs) You know know my mother thinks I'm dead My whole family thinks I'm dead (laughs) But son of a bitch He was buying alcohol underage
2: (laughs) (laughs) Take the shot A. That could be on a t shirt. <laughs>
1: yeah. Welcome to Canadiansniper.com. that would be a that's a video game. Canadian Sniper. Canadian Sniper. sniper. <laughs> and they're like, what's the difference? Huh?
2: You, know, you know, you just get underage drinkers and moose, eh? He says sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Take the shot, A. Eh? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you hear before you die. Someone just say sorry.
1: (laughs) Get down.
2: (laughs) Canadian sniper. Oh, Canadian sniper.
1: Canadian sniper coming to your town. It's a theme song.
2: (laughs) One day I'll read the lyrics of that theme song at your wedding. I
1: just want to go make Canadian TV now. Canadian TV is. I just want to, like, they should let us go up there and just be like, let me make Canadian sniper. We'll probably do that. I mean,
2: Canadian TV is not that great. How do you know? I watched a little bit of it.
1: When you were in Toronto? Yeah. Yeah.
2: It was, uh, you know, it was all right. I'll tell you this. That's, that sounds Canadian. I'll tell you this, eh? Well, no, what was funny is like the guy the guy who picks me up at the airport, one of the guys who works for the festival. He, uh, You're at Just for Laughs. Yeah, Just for Laughs. JFL42. Hashtag JFL42. That was a big thing they were doing this year—the hashtag thing—and like if you checked into uh, three shows, you'd got free admission to another show. Uh-huh. So people were like, "Going uh, okay. to shows," and it was—it was kind of a cool, nice. cool thing they did. But uh, uh, I was just thinking, what did I cut you off on your high school? Oh, listen to Smod you can hear you in high school.
1: I don't want yeah. to double up content. No, I wasn't like, but I told him I wasn't funny. I wasn't funny, nor was I a Canadian sniper. Were you popular? Would eh, you
2: look back and think that you maybe weren't as popular as you thought you were?
1: Um, I don't. I guess my response is thinking <laughs> of a Canadian sniper now. Canadian sniper coming to your town. <laughs> Canadian sniper, don't look down. Take the shot, eh? Take the shot, eh? Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're having okay, fun. Sniper, here. deep down, he cares. <laughs> deep
2: down, he cares. <laughs> Any
1: sniper coming to your
2: town? Uh, yeah. So, anyway, yeah. um, I were you was popular?
1: Popular-ish.
2: Popular-ish.
1: Right. I think in high school, I was a pretty. We were like, there was a lot of kids. I would say I was not unpopular I would not say that I was like the popular kid though I accept. that I would not say
2: yeah do you remember the unpopular kid what was he like
1: the unpopular yeah. kid I don't really remember the
2: unpopular kid you remember the popular kid um, did the popular kid grow up to become Canadian Sniper
1: maybe <laughs> <laughs> Canadian Sniper wasn't popular as a kid. <laughs> Should have been nicer. Look what it did.
2: Canadian Sniper doesn't have a Big shot. On. Sorry.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I can see the Canadian Sniper drawings right now. Twitter, get on that.
1: Uh, <laughs> you
2: Canadian just, You just see a, a scope sight and a mountie hat. That's what you see. That's Canadian <laughs> sn- <laughs> No, he'd be wearing a toque. Oh, uh, yeah, probably.
1: He wouldn't be an RCMP. Well, listen, you don't know what his background was. Well, he wouldn't be like still a member of the RCMP in the like RCMP uniform. RCMP, <laughs> RCMP. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep saying RCMP.
2: Uh, yeah. So the uh, but yeah, getting in into Toronto. Uh, the uh driver, it was just me in the van, and he taking me back, and we were talking about we were just talking about something, and then. I just thought it was the most adorable thing because he just then started talking about his kids playing hockey. And I was like, oh, that's real. They like hockey up here. And then three people, I saw three people walking down the street in Toronto with newly purchased hockey sticks.
1: So you're literally like cause you came into this going like this is bullshit. Yeah, I'm like, they don't like hockey they that much. And they like hockey. No, they love hockey. They do. It's their game, man. It was it was incredible. It's and their, then like their fucking game.
2: I went to a pub the night, uh, the night I got in, I went to this British pub. And uh on the TV was like the nineteen eighty four Russia versus Canada game or something.
1: They love hockey, man. They love it. It's their national sport.
2: I got so bummed out, I bet, by that uh Oh, I know the driver was upset about the lockout.
1: Yeah. He man. was very
2: upset. <laughs> then You're the... lucky
1: you didn't fucking <laughs> 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 fucking cut your throat.
2: The uh yeah, but no, Canada, I've gotta say, I love it. Every time I've gone to Canada, I don't want to leave.
1: I um <clears throat> I I love Canada. I grew I mean, I spent a lot of years there. Yeah. I want to. I do want to go back. And I saying say this. a lot lately.
2: I'll say this about the girls in Canada, or Toronto specifically. They are all hot, lovely, but like solid eights.
1: Solid 8s. No one's higher yeah. than an eight. Yeah.
2: No one's lower than an eight.
1: They're not. They're not tens. They're not tens. I can't quite achieve it. But, but
2: they are all eights. I was like, "Good work." Some Canada.
1: Very uh there's some beautiful women in Also, Canada, Vancouver, Toronto. I've
2: never been to Vancouver. But uh Montreal and Montreal uh, where the ratio as we learned oh, Montreal. was eighty something to
1: um Vancouver is you should guys should go do a show in Vancouver.
2: I'd love to do a show in Vancouver. We should do a show in Vancouver as part of the Canadian Sniper Tour.
1: Canadian Sniper <laughs> coming to your town
2: the whoa oh.
1: he, cl- he he leaned didn't. on the phone oh
2: he called someone he just called e now i don't know what's happening here there's like a tour
1: group coming yeah i
2: don't really there's a bunch of people walking through again we're in the fishbowl at e uh where people walk by somebody Scott just, just waved. waved at somebody in a philly outfit somebody waved at
1: us well they pointed at us like it's like those it's those two fucking assholes it's those it's Feeb, everybody no, I don't know how hey, do that. I'll it, tell you what. They might have known who you were. It's a class.
2: I'll tell you what, though. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of Phoebe, this... A lot of Feeb friends up north. In Canada? Friends of Phoebe, feeb. Feebles. Feebles? A lot of Feebles up there.
1: Maybe it's an audience for a show.
2: Yeah, that's what I was thinking, but I don't think anything tapes right now.
1: Canadian, Canadian Sniper. Canadian Sniper, to town.
0: <laughs>
1: Canadian Sniper, don't look down. Canadian <laughs> but... Sniper, he really cares.
2: The, uh, yeah, but, uh, okay, so, yeah, a lot of Phoebe fans up there. A lot of people, for some reason, get Attack of the Show up there. I don't know how that happens.
1: It's probably syndicate, you know, like It's licensed. probably on
2: some G4, ver- like, tech TV. I think tech TV still exists up there.
1: Yeah. So and I think just...
2: that it's on that. It's like, uh, I went to the big, big mall in Toronto. There's, like, this huge mall in Toronto that, by the way, is open today, which is Thanksgiving in Toronto.
1: It is Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving. Happy
2: Thanksgiving, Toronto, Canada. Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And the rest of you, I guess. Um I love But yeah, no, I was like going up an escalator, dude like looked at me weird, and then I then he yelled out G four.
1: And he yelled out, Take the shot!
2: <laughs> Take the shot, eh? <laughs> Sorry. He <laughs> looked at me weird. He, <laughs> he stole pens when he was when he was twelve, <laughs> eh? From that drugstore.
1: Oh yeah, you did. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> I got caught for that, okay? You got busted. I did. I got okay, busted. You did the time. I
2: didn't even need a Canadian sniper at that point.
1: I, uh, so you saw so some guy was just like, oh, it's. Uh, 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 like a, a few people.
2: It was weird. It was very, it was an odd thing Is for this me. water for me? Yeah, water can be for you. Yeah, sure.
1: It just felt like you. Uh, it was very much in front of me, maybe. Was- Do you know what that water
2: was for? That was for our second podcast guest today. Well, who was Nerdist that? podcast guest, but she canceled. Who was it? It was, uh, Malin Ackerman.
1: Uh, Oh.
2: It's not that she canceled, it's just that, uh, scheduling got messed up, but, well, I think we're gonna have her on. Anyway. I understand. But, yeah, you can drink that water. I'd like to be that professional. Just have water ready for you.
1: This is her water.
2: Drink it. The, uh. Oh, fuck, that's good water. It is good water. That is the best water. But I heard from people we should go to Ottawa. Like, we should take Phoebe to Ottawa.
1: I have. I don't know if I've ever been to Ottawa.
2: It's the capital.
1: I know more
2: capital city. I am
1: aware. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been to Ottawa. I've been to a lot of the other places in Canada. I want to go to. Um, I wanted to go back to Halifax, the Merritt, go up there, but not yeah. Because the last time you went, winter.
2: you went for like um, an hour. Like yeah. you went for like no time. I got
1: in the night before, and then then we did the show, and it was awesome. Yeah, but I want We were talking. I've go to Newfoundland, Newf, Newf, Newfoundland.
2: You know, what I found about Canadian. Maybe you can attest to this because you've done shows in Canada.
1: Mm-hmm. But
2: I find that Canadian audiences are uh, they listen.
1: Canadian audiences are great. I mean, we. I you know, I've had like our Portland show was great. The audience was great. canadian so close to Canada though. It's true. It's the influence. Yeah, it's the influence. <laughs> they uh. We're I don't even
2: have to cross show. the border to take the shot, eh?
1: <laughs> um, We're doing another show in February. Yeah, it's you're doing... To the next yeah. time I do live. I don't think I got another live. Smorgy. Smorgy.
2: I feel like there's a show missing from the smorgy, but whatever, you know. Listen, we don't do it enough. We try. We try so hard, people.
1: We try. We're better. Yeah, we're
2: better now than we're we ever have been.
1: A, there's a be- We started strong. We have kind of fell into a... a
2: we a fell into hole. a black hole of... of Stuff. I don't even
1: know what happened. Work. You were traveling a lot. Yeah, I was traveling. I was a lot. working a lot, and you were traveling yeah. a lot. Which technically you were working traveling. Yeah, but you I'm still just, like traveling for fun. <laughs> I'm see the cities,
2: man. I'm <laughs> just gonna go. I always wanted Every to see. City. You ever I'm see Iowa street. City, Iowa? It's great. It's great, eh? <laughs> I don't know why everyone's Canadian now.
1: Because they get into your they get into your system. They get into they get into your bloods. Um I'm ready to I uh, I I I have lived there in a long time but I have my my, my <laughs> you're
2: just in, like it seems like you're announcing you're going back you're going to live there again
1: I have some strong Canadian yearnings sure. these days a maple to, maple syrup running you, through your veins I actually have to get my um I mean I still have my <clears throat> I have to get my passport renewed my your, Canadian Your
2: Canadian passport? Yeah. I don't care for that. Why? Cuz what about your American passport?
1: I had that. I still have that.
2: Just it... I want to carry it, too.
1: Well, why don't you,
2: when we were in customs, why did you not go in the Canadian line?
1: Because um, I hadn't didn't have an.
2: Oh, I... it hadn't been renewed, yeah. so it was expired. It's like from
1: 90 from when I moved down. Because you would it.
2: get through tr- a lot faster.
1: Yeah, I could have just been like, hey. when is, uh, how long have you been gone? I'm like, oh, about... Twelve years, eh? <laughs> oh, okay. You He's good. To Did, claim? You that? Did you hear that? Did you hear what he said? Twelve years, this guy. Take the shot. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you ever buy uh, alcohol underage? Uh, procure a uh, a false uh, piece of identification. <laughs> <laughs> like oh it. yeah, I mean you know, kids.
2: Take the shot, <laughs> eh? Sorry. <laughs> I I want to imagine that there's a uh, there's just this this big operation that they've been running for for 25 years to get you just to get Um, you for that.
1: You think he's gonna say it today? I
2: was watching uh, on uh, CNBC on the plane last night. I was watching uh, American Greed. You ever see that show?
1: Um, it's like a it's like it's like a news show. Yeah, American Greed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dun, dun,
2: dun. But like, this one was about this gambling ring that was going around. Ring. Yeah. It was called the uh the Tran family Yeah,
1: yeah. I, saw, I saw the guy with the okay. Tran family.
2: And the thing that cracked me up so hard was just that the they crossed state lines, and then the interview comes on with the FBI guy, and he's like, Uh yeah, and once they crossed state lines, it was our jurisdiction. And then the narrator goes, And then the operation started. Known as Operation Tranwreck, <laughs> and
1: I just thought of the guy in the office who was like, "Oh, I got it, Tranwreck." Hey. hey, let's switch it from uh, let's switch it from Condor to uh, Tranwreck. <laughs> hey, guys, you know that case you're working on? Yeah, <laughs> you know that case you're working. on? I know well, I'm not working on it, but I was just, you know, I was thinking. It's like, hey, hey, I was
2: I was watching the TV. And I saw a train. And I I was like train, it's a lot like tran. You know if you take an eye out of train, you got you're you there. Got, you got tran
1: and how do you how do you destroy it a, a train, eh? The wreck. So I thought about transvestite, but that that was weird. That's just really like a literal thing. <laughs>
2: so, you know, if you want it, I already printed up the really paperwork. That's not I already printed <laughs> up the paperwork if you want it. It's uh. But it was an American dude. Why were you we Canadian? Train wreck. Oh, this guy works in the office. He's not. He doesn't work on the case. He's just in the office.
1: And he's Canadian. Maybe. Working with the CIA, maybe for the FBI. Maybe he's working with the he's FBI. Probably got like. Maybe he's over there. Hey, Bill. <laughs> for shits, so let's just call it Tranrec. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, I guess. I guess we could do that. Uh, I guess we could do. That. We got to talk <laughs> yeah. American, no. When American. No, you go. You're the you're the Canadian guy. Okay.
1: No, but I can't. But I, you're the Canadian guy in the office on loan for the FBI. Yeah.
2: From the RCMP. Yeah. All right. Uh, So, Gordy, what are you working on over there?
1: Oh, you know, just filing some paperwork.
2: That's good. We got this Tran case that's pretty big. I don't know if you've taken a look at it yet.
1: I haven't really had a chance, Robert. (laughs) Well, uh I'll I'm I'm real you busy, what. you know. I'll tell you what. I just got in here trying to catch up on all these cases. Gordy, I will tell
2: you the serial uh,
1: killers sure. and yeah, illegal yeah. firearm sales.
2: Well, Gordy, we got people gambling tobacco. across state lines, trying to take the casino Ooh. for millions. That's of do- that's American dollars, not Canadian dollars.
1: Well, it's not so much different anymore, is it?
2: No, but uh listen, here's the deal. We're just racking our brains right now. We're trying to figure out a name for this thing. So, uh, you know, it's the Tran family, and we're trying to to take them down. So, if you think of anything, just let us know. I'll be over here.
1: Uh... (laughs) Well, now I don't want to do it.
2: (laughs) You don't want to do it now? No.
1: Oh, fine.
2: That was a fun play-acting thing we just did. haven't done that yet. No, we just did. It's true. Beep seven. technically. Play-acting.
1: We could try something again. Well, I mean, that was... I don't think that was Gordy. Gordy's angrier. You think Gordy's. That angry? was another guy. That was that was um that was David. 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 Gordy and David. From the RCMP. <clears throat> yeah, I'm on alone down here, just you know trading ideas. Sure. You know? Little <laughs> cross the border <clears throat> cooperation.
2: Yeah, David. We appreciate it. Uh we really gotta get back on this Tran case. You don't have a name for it, do you?
1: Why is that? He's getting angry. He's getting
2: angry. My guy, Robert, is getting angry at David for not thinking of a name for the Tran case.
1: Uh, Tran. Tran. Is it Tran?
2: David, you're on loan to us specifically to come up with names for our cases.
1: We hear you're the best in Canada. (laughs) That's why you were brought down here. That's all you do. (laughs) All right. All right, Robert. Uh, well. You know. If you had an eye to Tran, you uh-huh. got train. Oh, Tran station. Gotcha. Yeah, we're uh, gonna call it. We're gonna call train depot. All right, train
2: depot my work. That doesn't, uh, doesn't. I mean, we uh, want to take. We want to take them down. Bullet train.
1: Bullet train. <laughs> bullet train or pull a train, which is what I said. <laughs> Maybe that's a little filthy, though.
2: <laughs> I think it's really funny that we've literally just spent five minutes on this Operation Tranwreck situation. Anyway, that was really funny to me. Just thinking of the guy in the uh, the guy
1: I thought of like yeah, it's like fuck it, Tranwreck,
2: Tranwreck, Operation
1: <laughs> Tranwreck. And I, I feel mean, like, like
2: I feel like they high fived each other when they came somebody up. Somebody did, yeah.
1: I mean, now do you think now that there are shows, TV shows? Mm-hmm. And maybe there's guys out there investigating things now. I'm just like, did you hear they call it Tranric? Oh, totally. I guarantee you. We can't call it this. We can't call it Falcon. Yeah, Who knows what that is? We gotta get a clever name. Then maybe they will hire somebody. Imagine if that was your job. Oh, what a job. Oh. Give it a name.
2: Okay. Three (laughs) dead mice. (laughs) He's still job's Canadian. Over. He's still Canadian. Three dead. Ones.
1: Could you imagine that would you do that?
2: Oh, it'd be great. Are you kidding? The FBI brings you in to name case operations? Yeah. That sounds That's fantastic. all your job is. That sounds all right. I can do that.
1: Would you give up your job now to do that? Are we paying? No, like same do both? pay? What?
2: Same pay? Sure. Sure. I'm in. Really?
1: Yeah, I'll help my country
2: out. So much for everybody else. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You literally gave up on it that quickly?
2: Yeah, sure. Why Why bother? With life.
1: With life? <laughs> it would be, don't you think you'd get tired of it, though, after, like, day two?
2: I feel like I'd go at least two weeks. That's mm-hmm. sort of the grace period with any job, really, you know? And then you then do you it for two like, weeks. Boring. Sometimes it takes, like, a month to get this, the hang think of it. I it would be
1: hard at a certain point.
2: I'm sure. It's like embezzlement. Oh. Uh, All you'd
1: be doing is look at their names. What's their names? You can't just <laughs> use their names. <laughs> We're paying you good fucking well, money. How are we supposed to know who we're taking down? <laughs> <laughs> Can't make them all Canadian.
2: They're all Canadian. It's a thing Canada would do. Um, yeah, but no, so Toronto was great. I would love to go back. Uh, I have, I, to am go, I
1: am going back in February. I know. For smorgie. Where i to go back to Vancouver.
2: Where is the smorgy?
1: It's in Branford,
2: Brandford, Ontario.
1: Yeah, it's just outside of Toronto. It's where we did the the first ever live. Smod first ever.
2: I uh, listen. I'll go just to watch for the smorgies, just for days. the just the excuse to go to Canada.
1: I mean, Canada's it. We're all yep. gonna move to Canada. It's the shit. We could do that parking lot feeb, parking lot feeb, tailgate feeb, tailgate feeb. Just tailgate. literally like five people.
2: That's fine with me. We just Pub. we have to rent a pickup truck though.
1: Pub. Uh, when we did, like, some of the very first live smods, like, I remember we were in, like, I think we were in um, Cleveland. Cleveland? Or Cincinnati? It was literally just at a bar. Really? Yeah, it was literally just at a bar, and they had, like, folding chairs out. It was awesome. Like It was, like, it felt like there should be, like, chicken wire in front of the stage. Like, it was awesome. It was literally just, like, a a black, all painted black, like, punk rock bar. I think it was Cleveland but I got fucking wrecked during the show. Yeah. Cause it was, the it was the first
2: one. So you're probably nervous. It was the
1: first couple, but we were doing two shows. So the second show I was fucking loopy and they just kept like, every time I'd finish a beer, like like every time I'd reach down, the beer was full cause they just kept replacing them. That's awesome. And then in between the show, we were in the bus and Smith smoked a giant, and then I was like I was so fucking out of it. Contact kind of eye? Oh yeah. yeah. And then like I was a wreck. But it was fun. It was just fun to be in like a like a bar or a pub. Yeah. Um I like those I like the rock club days.
2: I like the rock club shows. Those yeah. are fun. We do those sometimes with nerdists. Although I think we're done for quite a while. Like we're going to New York this uh October twelfth. So if this goes up before then, which I think it will, it's Friday in New York. If you're, uh, if you're around and you want to come see it, I think there are tickets left. When is it? October is it 12th, Friday, New York, New York Comic Con. Okay, but yeah, yeah. yeah, we're up at the Best Buy Theater, which is, I think in Times Square or sort of around Times Square, oh, Broadway yeah. area. So know. that's going to be a lot of fun. It's
1: going to be hilarious. Hilarious. Amazeballs.
2: That was my hard impression. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. So the, uh, anyway, Let's, uh, let's, talk, let's talk Feeb Reads. Yes. we got going to get this uh, segment we do here. If you're listening to the Phoebe for the first time, why'd you start at episode seven? But if you're not, anyway, here's the deal. Uh, Scott and I, over the two weeks, we read a couple books or we think of a couple books that we have read that we want to recommend to our uh, Feeb Readers and our Feebles, which is a thing that we're going to call you guys
1: now. Unless you don't like it. Unless you don't it. like and it. then we'll stop. But I
2: will say this in the early, early, early conversations of us discussing a podcast, and when the name Phoebe came up, immediately Scott Mosher said, We can call our fans feeble.
1: <laughs>
2: in a good way.
1: <laughs> yeah, I yeah, know. But I mean, not like feeble. Yeah. Not like feeble minded.
2: Right. Just you're feeble. Anyway, <clears throat> so. <clears throat> Phoebe reads. Phoebe reads. Phoebe reads. You have the book in your hand. I do. What do you got?
1: Uh I have the Manual of Detection by Jedediah Barry.
2: <laughs> oh Jesus. Jedediah.
1: Um, and it looks like
2: what is it on the cover? It's an eyeball? Yep. Like it looks like a it looks kind of kinda of reminiscent of a dollar bill to me.
1: Um, hold on, I'm trying to find like the summary. In your own words, Scott. Uh, I don't want to. Oh man. I I'm ill prepared. It does say
2: I mean I can go first if you want.
1: Um in this tightly plotted yet mind expand, in in this tightly plotted yet mind expanding debut novel, an unlikely detective armed only with an umbrella and a singular handbook must untangle a string of crimes. Committed in and through people's dreams.
2: Oh, that sounds kind of uh, like the story of uh, whatever that movie is. Inception.
1: Oh, uh, here it is. Here we go. Um, it's very, to me, it reminded me of, the best way to put it would be, it reminded me of a, a Coen Brothers meets... Terry Gilliam movie oh wow
2: you were seeing a lot of weird camera angles in your
1: head it is uh that was that was what sort of with the absurdity of bureaucracy and all this other stuff I it's it's very it's very enjoyable I haven't read it in a while but I remember plowing through it so much to the point where I tried I think I actually tried to option it wow to make into a new movie and I think they were, I think I was just like is free like enough or is I have sizzler coupon. You have a sizzler coupon? (laughs) No, I don't. Come on, Scott,
2: you're going to dangle that in front of me. Anyway, that's the manual detection by Jedediah
1: Jedediah Berry. It is, um, it is kind of a strange detective.
2: Sounds trippy when he's investigating dreams crimes.
1: um, yeah, it's I'm not doing a very good job of selling it. Uh, I don't feel like people can uh, there'll be a link on on feed Tumblr to sort of uh, which is,
2: I think, feedpod.tumblr.com.
1: Yeah, but it's a uh, it's a um, it's lovely. Uh, it's good stuff.
2: OK, I read a couple books over the weekend. OK, uh, first one, highly recommended. I read uh, Penny Marshall's memoir. Oh, yeah? My mother was nuts. And it was good? It's great. She
1: has, like, an amazing, crazy life. I haven't listened yet to Kevin. I did. Or...
2: I listened to it after I read the book. I listened to uh Smoothie makers. Kevin uh, does a podcast on the Smodco Network, uh, where he sits down with a movie maker, and he did a four-part podcast with Penny Marshall.
1: I think she lives very close by. Not to say that yeah, she's... Yeah. No. But, uh, no, it was, she
2: like, fascinating. life. first of all, I forgot that she was married to Rob Reiner. Like, uh-huh. I feel like I had that information in my head, and I completely forgot it. Then, in after Rob Reiner, she ends up dating for quite a while. For, like, five years, she dates Art Garfunkel. Uh-huh.
1: I did not know that.
2: I didn't know that either. It was fascinating stuff. And I didn't know her and uh, Carrie Fisher were best friends. I knew that. And uh, apparently had some great birthday parties we all missed out on. It's true. Yeah. Uh, and then of course it goes into like her towards the end of Laverne and Shirley, like what that was all like with, uh, with the, what's her face leaving. And then like, apparently the last season it was just Shirley.
1: Yeah.
2: Or rather it was just Laverne. It was just Laverne. Cindy Williams.
1: Cindy Williams left. left. I don't know what to do.
2: Yeah. Yeah, No, no. You knew Cindy Williams's name or rather I pulled it. But anyway, we both agreed that it was Cindy Williams. It is Cindy Williams. (laughs) Uh, yeah. She left in the last season.
1: I where she. I guess she got. Did she get too big for bridges? She was.
2: She like, did. She married like, her yeah. manager, and then w- like, weird Fox demands like, happened. And like she got pregnant, mouth. and then she like wanted to like leave, like she wanted to have all her shots. She wanted to have shot the entire show by new by November.
1: Oh, the and entire twenty six like episodes. The Laverne show, and
2: then it literally just became Laverne living on her own,
1: and Shirley had left a note, <laughs> <laughs> just left a note in the show. That's how they wrote her out. <laughs> I do remember it being on. I just remember it feeling very like Laverne by herself. Yeah. And it was, uh, what's her names? Squ- Lenny and Squiggy. Yeah. And then some blonde chick who was her neighbor.
2: Oh, I don't remember the some blonde, really chick, her blonde neighbor.
1: chick. I don't remember that show. I was it, in a, it was like, that to me was like one of those shows where it's like, if you're a kid, you're just like, I guess it's better than educational well, show. Yeah. And I recently, yeah,
2: no, I recently uh... oh, you know what made me read the. Autobiography or memoir was uh, we did a pod. I we just did a nerdist did a podcast with Tom Hanks today, uh huh. That came out today rather, uh, we did it a couple weeks ago. But he was talking about Penny Marshall and and you know, Big and uh, League of Their Own. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, she does some great movies that I really loved. So I went back and read it. And it was a lot of it was fantastic. Awakenings, Awakenings, the only one of only two movies to make me cry. Yeah, Awakenings, and the other movie is Big Fish, the other movie that made me cry. Really, yep. Why? Uh, I don't know. I think it's just the uh, just the idea of a dad that's been telling you stories your whole life, and you're like, I don't believe that story. You know these exaggerated stories, and you think he's full of shit. And then all of a sudden, because
1: that has something to do with your dad, or just... no? I mean, I just, just don't know. It's just like father son.
2: No, my dad always told me stories, but you know, I have a I have a
1: cheesier one than that. I don't know if it's cheesy or not. But field of Dreams just always.
2: Feel the dreams, oh yeah, that'll that get any bust guy. Me up. But I never, it never made that never made me cry, just ball. But yeah, awakenings and uh
1: awakenings. I don't The scene
2: in awakenings that gets me is when Robin Williams is watching the the super eight footage he shot
1: after he starts afterwards to after he starts
2: to deteriorate the super eight footage he shot of De Niro. Hello, my name is blah blah blah. Um, I've been sick for a very long time.
1: She had a huge run,
2: man. <laughs> she had a great run. She did. Uh, she did. Uh, Jumpin' Jack Flash was her first movie. Then she did Big. Then she did uh, Awakenings. Then she did A League of Their Own. Yeah. She ended She directed uh, Riding in Cars with Boys.
1: Uh huh. Um, I
2: mean, she the Preacher's know. Wife. uh Huh. I never saw the Preacher's Wife though.
1: That was with Whitney Denzel. Houston and Denzel Washington. Yeah, I didn't see that. Either. And
2: Courtney Vance. Courtney B. Vance.
1: Um, I didn't see that.
2: Courtney B. Vance, who also played the prosecutor on Law and Order Criminal Intent, you're welcome.
1: And he was in Red Belt.
2: Well, that too. Fine. <laughs> but yeah, no, so I read her autobi- her, autobiography, her autobiography, rather, her memoir is called My Mother Was Nuts by Penny Marshall. I'd was her
1: mother nuts?
2: I, uh, she was kind of crazy, yeah. Her mother gotcha. ran a dancing school huh. inside the basement of their giant building they lived in, in the Bronx. Huh. And uh like she got them was on Gary the, nice to her? the Jackie Gleason show. Yeah, Gary was a lot older though.
1: Gotcha, there was a big gap.
2: Yeah, but Gary was uh Gary seems like a great guy. And actually that made me that prompted me to download Gary's uh autobiography. Uh which you haven't read which yet. Which I haven't read yet, no.
1: But you are going I'm to. going to read
2: that. So that's awesome. that's my feed reads for this afternoon. Um what else are we gonna talk about? Oh, I wanted to talk about the uh funny thing. About the Tom Hanks podcast is he talked, talked about, about me. One of his favorite programs uh, on TV is Storage Wars. <laughs> and you were like, I'm. Were you like, I'm... I I was like, Tom Hanks, let's be best
1: friends forever. I and mean, he was, and like, he was no. like,
2: Rita wouldn't allow that. He didn't really say that. And nor did I say, let's be but best
1: you friends You were forever. very, you started to tingle. Oh, it, and then I went like, on this I'm tangent like today.
2: Hanks. Speaking of Storage Wars. I went on a, 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 a tangent on the internet today because I, I was on the plane last night. And you know, if you're flown JetBlue, they got the TV in the back yep. of the seat. So you're stuck with 35 channels, 36 channels, whatever. And I'm just flipping, I was flipping the channels and there's a, a Cajun Pawn Stars marathon on. Cajun Pawn Stars, of course, is the Pawn Stars spinoff that takes place in Cajun country. Hence the title, Cajun Pawn Stars. But anyway... This guy brings in a 1971 Fender P bass, which is uh,
1: exciting to you.
2: It's exciting to me. I'm not a bass player, but I know guitars and I know, you know. Anyway, so the guy offers the guys like, oh, this is just like the one Jimmy used to play in the 70s. And they show a picture of the owner of the pawn shop with a bass and it's a Fender P bass. And they're like, let's buy it and then restore it. So, anyway, they buy it and then they do a restoration. And I say that with air quotes because the base that they show, the finished base product, is not even the same base.
1: Like they, it's not even the same.
2: A- not the same neck. It's a different neck. It's a different uh, pickups. It's a different uh, contour shape of the body. It's just, it just clearly was not the base. I mean, I think the untrained eye would be like, that looks super CB&B. cool. Yeah, you probably would have thought that was real, but I did not think it was real. I so then I went online.
1: Literally listening to you tell the story, I was like, I can tell you're incensed by it.
2: <laughs> no, I went online and I typed in Cajun Pondstars bass fake. And I found like hundreds of forum posts of these like guitar gearheads that are just like arguing about this bass online. And it really just I spent 20 minutes just reading all these posts. Did and then I in? went on another tangent about Pawn Stars being fake, and uh, they showed this old. There's like this guy had this footage online of this older episode of them restoring this Coke machine. Like this guy brings in a Coke machine. Yeah, but the guy that brings in the Coke machine now, there's a spinoff of Pawn Stars called American Restoration. The guys that would restore the Pawn Stars stuff now I have I've their own seen show. I've seen, uh, yeah. Uh, but the guy that brings in the Coke machine that they end up getting restored is totally Ron, uh, Ron Rick's brother.
1: Oh, no, you're talking about... Anyway, it's a guy who's long.
2: now on American Restoration, who is the brother of the owner of American Restoration.
1: Gotcha. So now you're like, this is all... I'm
2: like, like what is this happening?
1: Bullshit. My life is over. tell
2: Tom Hanks? I want to tell Tom Hanks. You love it,
1: but it's bullshit. Yeah.
2: Tom, you don't understand how fake it is. Why won't you listen to me? Hanks Tom? <laughs> Use your Hanks power.
1: Hanks power.
2: Was he uh, nice? He's the he uh Tom Hanks, I am pleased to say is exactly like you imagined Tom Hanks to be. Noob. Which is fucking awesome. Oh. Okay. No, he was super ra like super nice, just great. And his office was cool. We went to the playtone offices to do the recording. Sweet. So we're in that uh office and he had like he had like original like production art. From 2001 A Space Odyssey. Wow. Like, just framed, hanging up Because there's nothing left of the props of that movie. Yeah, yeah. Because Kubrick was crazy. Um, wow. That's cool. Yeah, that was really, really cool.
1: I don't have a cool... I haven't really been doing anything. I cooked last night. What'd you cook? Ribs.
2: What kind of ribs? I was just gonna... I was gonna say we should get ribs tonight, and then... Pork ribs. You just said that.
1: I made barbecue sauce on Saturday, and then...
2: Did, uh... So how'd you how'd you cook them? Did you cook them in the oven or did you cook like, them in the smoke oven.
1: them? And you, do you have a smoker? smoker? You don't have a smoker? I need to get a smoker.
2: I Feel like you? I feel like that's something you would have. I
1: I been I actually have been shopping for a smoker because I do want to do some.
2: Does your wife? Your wife cooks. She cooks healthy food, but does she cook? She cook. Does she just cook vegetarian food, or does she? No, cook, no, no. She cooks, she cooks
1: everything. I mean, she used to. She's cooked everything from like macrobiotic to vegan to raw like she does that she's done that all over uh, during her career and during the week um she'll make more like it depends like healthier
2: stuff during the week and then the weekend you sort of have ribs you sort of go nuts yeah
1: you know but it's not even that it's not even that unhealthy really yeah some pork ribs
2: just some pork rows. Just time. some pork rows, man. All it is. I did
1: that, but I don't know what else I did. I didn't do, I, I didn't I didn't talk to Tom Hanks. Have you literally done nothing since I last saw you? I don't think I've done anything cool. I think I worked a lot.
2: Oh, do you know what else I did?
1: Well, why do you fucking bring up one more thing? This
2: has something to do with you. Oh, okay. I rewatched. I rewatched both Chasing Amy and Clerks oh, wow. while I was on the plane.
1: On on the
2: plane or uh, on, on, the, like uh, on the on the on the on the on the well actually on like on my iPad. Wow, so that was fun. How did that go? It went uh, it went well. I have very fond memories of chasing Amy because that came out when I was.
1: Uh, my wife had it on the other day. It's on like Lifetime or something all the time.
2: Yeah, it's been playing on uh, or on some channel. Are your checks
1: rolling in for that? What do you
2: get for that? That starts showing up on Stars. What are you getting? Fifty bucks
1: um every once in a while i get like one uh resist, like a star uh, star wars a sag check for like 50 60 bucks nice um but i never i never look and see what's which one what from. from what yeah um but it was on the other day and my wife like it, it came right on the scene i was in and i was like Ugh. and then she like kept watching the whole movie and it's not like I oh, you're in like the beginning it. of that movie though you're I know. She Some literally Tracer? watched the whole movie. Wow. But she had seen it and she was like said the same thing. She was like, I have fond memories of that movie. And I do too. But she was also watching it 'cause like I make out with my ex girlfriend in it.
2: Oh. That's why she was watching it?
1: Yeah, I'm on the hood of the car.
2: <clears throat> is that uh is that Fish Girl?
1: Yes. Grateful Dead. Girl. Grateful Dead Fish Girl. Um that's me her and I making out on the hood of the car. And then we make out in Dogma too. I just make out. Was... <laughs> Scott's
2: just making out with the same girl in a bunch of movies. <laughs> yeah, so hot. Uh...
1: <laughs>
2: no, but I Yeah, I watched. Ch- Chasing Amy. I I thoroughly, thoroughly loved. Like that was like that was for a while. That was my favorite movie. And then I saw Jaws again, and it was better. I was if like, Chasing Amy had a shark. If Chasing Amy had, had a, a shark, different. although Chasing Amy does have the fucking. Boat scene. story. Yeah. It does have the Indianapolis. Yep. Homage. <laughs> now, when that, when that, Kevin's like, hey, I want to do this, uh, this scene, then now is it your job to go say to the production designer, hey, make this look like the boat?
1: Um, I think in that particular, um, usually like there's a meeting and like we would both be in it yeah. or, or he would be in it. It's more like he sits down with the. Or it's either that or I don't remember because I have a terrible memory. Either Kevin said do that or Mm -hmm. the production designer based on the script was like, here's my idea. I'm going to go buy. Yeah. I'm going to try to recreate, do a sort of version or recreation of that scene and use the light boxes. Mm -hmm. And like, I can't remember what the order was. Is
2: that, uh, did you shoot that movie? Was that almost entirely in New Jersey?
1: Uh yeah. yeah. That was in I think that was in New York. I think I think we shot all that in um uh oh the downstairs the upstairs was at a bar and I think maybe the downstairs was the same bar and I forget what it was called. Meow Mix.
2: Oh, that was the real name of the bar? Was it? I thought that was just the name in the in the movie.
1: I thought maybe it was. I mean it was so long ago. Yeah, like confusing really it was
2: how long ago was that now when did you shoot that 97
1: 97 i think it came out so you shot in 96. 96 wow yeah because Mallrats was we shot in 95 and it came out in 95 and then we shot jc Amy in 96 it went to sundance in 97 and then it came out three or four months later like i think it came out in april or may
2: how much did that make
1: uh I think the domest, I think like domestic box office was like twelve or fifteen or something like that. Oh Maybe wow more than that. I don't know. I think it was something like that. I remember we like rolled out but we cracked the top ten one week.
2: Oh wow. Um I remember seeing that in the, at the Coolidge Corner Theater in Brookline, Massachusetts. It was like this little indie movie house. It's still there.
1: And you had seen, like, Clerks beforehand, yeah. before?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I guess I should check this thing out.
1: You're like, fine. <laughs> <laughs> and did you see Mallrats, too?
2: I didn't see Mallrats until after I saw Chasing Amy. And, uh... Mallrats has some fucking... Michael Rooker, I'll tell you, that guy is exactly like you imagine him, too. Because we had him on the podcast. Yeah. And you imagine Rooker to, like, have a couple screws loose, and he does, but in a good way.
1: (laughs) Oh, he's, but he's also, he's, I mean, I remember him being very sweet.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's why I say in a good way. The, uh... Yeah, no, that's that's so funny. I was like, yeah, I just watched it, and I forgot. I forget you're in the movies, and then you show up, and I'm like, oh.
1: I was. I was in them, and, uh... The place I'm working now, they keep, they keep, they started a a couple people kept playing them on YouTube and I was like, just stop it. Don't do it while I'm here.
2: They're playing it on YouTube, like Like running next to you
1: and we're like, hey, look. Or just like, it was in my periphery (laughs) and I was like, what are you doing? (laughs) I don't know why. I just feel very awkward about like, that's why I I can do this because I don't really have to listen back to it. Yeah, no, I would feel awkward too
2: if I was like running and they Put on like the Nerdist TV show or something next to me. That would be a weird thing.
1: It just feels the weird.
2: people that were doing that to you are assholes.
1: No, I mean they were doing. I mean, unless they were- they're your friends, they were nice about it. <clears throat> they were uh, nice about it. They were just like, I mean, a couple more like didn't realize it was in the movie, so they were being nice about it. I don't know. I just feel. I don't know why. I don't oh, feel. Wait, you're telling or me a ashamed? couple. You're
2: t- telling me a couple of people didn't realize you were in the movie and happened to be watching Clerks next to you.
1: No, they f- they heard about it and so then they 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 like started they heard that I was in them or they didn't remember that I was in them so then they went on YouTube and oh, were watching the clips.
2: I got gotcha. you.
1: And I was like I got you. Yeah, I don't know. I just like I can't I hate I don't hate the sound of my own voice, but I find it very distracting. I never
2: listen back to these cuz when I do I just hear me, I hear myself doing the laugh that I hate. Then the Woody I, woodpecker The Woody woodpecker or the fucking uh, snidely whiplash's dog just a, <laughs> that kind of thing yeah the Dom Deloise
1: <laughs> my wife used to listen to she still does but like I at a certain point I was like uh, I, you can't listen to him with me because I just got super self-conscious about like, yeah, no, what I, I would do while I was there okay. and now I'm starting to do it again Why'd you you're it starting again? to listening? no like now I'm like questioning your wife thinking about
2: it oh you're thinking about your voice now the uh yeah i don't know kiki listens i don't i can't do it i can't re-listen i maybe i'll go back and listen to the tom hanks one i probably won't though
1: i well, i yeah, i probably won't listen the
2: first few Phoebs i listened to because I, I, I cut up yep. a little bit and uh but now we just now we're wow. raw dogging it it's
1: fucking all raw all the time <laughs> that's our new slogan <laughs>
2: Listen to Scott flip pages While he tries to find a description of the book He's gonna <laughs> tell
1: you about Yeah that's fucking <laughs> That's real Try to go anywhere else that to get that shit is real How we do it at Phoebe eh The Canadian version Uh
2: yeah Where are Why we gonna are go we eat Where are we gonna go eat Cause then we're gonna tell people about where we went to eat On the next I don't Phoebe. know where do you wanna go eat I say we go up to the Grove And we go to the Fat Cow Yeah Gordon Ramsay's new restaurant
1: Look at him smiley. Yeah <laughs> Is it going to be hard to park?
2: <laughs> it's at the Grove. It's going to be as hard as parking is normally. I don't know. I never go to the I walk Grove. there now, so.
1: Well, I know. I don't have that option.
2: Well, I'm going to. I walked to work, so we're going to drive over together.
1: Oh, okay. And then I'll
2: walk home from work. All right. Or from the Grove.
1: All right, well, let's go. Anyway. You think we can get in? Yeah, I
2: think so. Uh, if not, there's plenty of places to eat over there, so.
1: Well, what if that place is busy? If the fat cow is busy? Yeah.
2: This really has nothing to do with the audience. I'm uh, sorry I opened up this can of worms. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it for our, uh Feeb 7. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll uh, get working on the t-shirts, and then we'll give you guys an opportunity to uh, wear your Feeb on your chest. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Take the shot. The harbinger of fucking Take death. the shot. Sorry. Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, enjoy your week and have a burrito.
1: We need to come on with something else. I liked that one. I was one. thinking that. What do you want to what do you want to do? I don't know, but I just have a week. Have a burrito. What is have a it? week? Have a week. What's no, that's
2: what Kev says, right? Kev says have a week. Have a week. And, and then we say, say enjoy burrito. your burrito. So now So I'm like, saying have a burrito, enjoy your week.
1: There's gotta be something else.
2: How about this? We'll see you in a fortnight.
1: It's two weeks. That's like a little too old English.
2: Okay. Um We'll
1: keep thinking about it. There's got to be a better way to sign off. If
2: you can think of a better sign off, go ahead and write us at foureyesandbeard at gmail.com. Yeah,
1: you guys do the work.
2: Or hit us up on the Twitters. I'm I'm at S-M-O-S-I-E-R. That's me. (laughs) Uh, And uh, I'm at Matt Myra. M-A-T-T-M-I-R-A, not M-Y like people think it is. Anyway, that's it. Thanks for listening, Feeb seven. We're going to Canada.
1: We're going to Canada. Bye. That should be our sign off. <laughs> <All> <laughs> Take <right>. the
2: shot. <laughs> Take the shot, eh? We're going to Canada. The shot.